Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Potty Mouse, welcome back. Welcome back. How is everyone's week going? It is currently raining. That's a bit unexpected, but I'm going to try to not let it put a huge damper on my day. I know I'm not the only one who the weather affects. I definitely have talked about this. I don't, there's like, whatever, something weird today as I am trying to record. Let's get started, shall we? We shall. So I was in Florida last week. Yeah, yeah I'm like losing track of time. Last week. And um, there were some things about my trip that I figured I would share that I haven't shared either Well, I guess only on my episode with Jen. So I had Chick-fil-A for probably the second or third time ever. The first two times that I had it, I I was like, I don't really love this. Just was very underwhelmed. And my friend Jen was like, you know, you, I promise like you'll actually like it. I love chicken sandwiches. They're very much my shtick. So, and how can someone have chicken sandwiches as their shtick? Listen, I don't know. I don't have all of the answers. So anyways, the whole point of this is that also it's kind of hard to get to Chick-fil-A from out here. Not really. There's one like 20 minutes. So I'm not going to drive out 20 minutes to Chick-fil-A. Whatever. So I was in Florida, obviously had to get Chick-fil-A, got it twice. And I will say I'm a convert. I converted. Um, I'm a big fan. I don't know that I would trust to get it in Massachusetts. Like it just didn't seem the same. Didn't seem, di- just didn't compare. But now I know. Now I can add that. Um to my list of things that I've tried, I guess. I don't know. What the fuck is the point of this story, Gabby? Honestly, I don't know. So anyway, so I obviously traveled. I mentioned on the podcast with Jen that the flight that I was supposed to be on got delayed a ton. So I was glad not to be on it. And then I had no problem at all getting home, which was good. Um, because as you guys might have remembered from one of my episodes that I talk about, um, I have a lot of issues while I am traveling. So that was good. And now I'm not, I don't have any trips booked for like ever again. Obviously I'm sure I'll book something, but I don't have anything, which is very weird for me, but also like, at least now I know I won't no issues anytime soon. Um, one thing that I wanted to tell you guys that I thought was funny was that I have TSA pre-check, which I can't remember if I mentioned, but a while ago I freaked out and was like, I'm never waiting in line again. I'm not doing this. TSA pre-check, if you don't have it, I don't want to put everyone on because then when I travel, it's just not going to be worth anything anymore, but it is worth the money. I'm telling you, when I got to the airport in Orlando, Um, I would estimate based on my very good estimating skills that the line for regular people to get through security was probably 20 to 40 minutes long, depending on how slow some people moved. Meanwhile, I walked right through the TSA line. Like you basically just walk. I barely have enough time to like get my stuff in the, the, the little belt thingy. That's how fast it moves, which was awesome. And then on the flip side, I stopped to use the bathroom before I got on my flight. I got there and I did, and I love having an airport bevy. It just really sets the stage. And when you're coming home, it sets the stage even more. It's like vacation's over. Yes, if you're thinking I can always find a way to justify having a drink, the answer is yes, I can always find a way to justify drinking. 
So I, what was I just saying? Oh, I got there and I was like, I have like 25 minutes. I could probably have a drink, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a good adult. I'm just going to go to the bathroom, make sure my bladder is nice and empty. And then I'm going to sit there and I'm going to do some work. Tell me why the line for the bathroom was longer than the line I had to wait in for TSA. I know this is a first world problem, but this just goes to show how good of an investment TSA pre-check is. So yeah, that was annoying. And then I got on my flight home and what were the highlights? Let's see. Well, when they came around asking if I wanted anything to drink, I asked for red wine. And then I said, actually, um, you, I should get two now because I'm definitely going to order another one before we land. So I might as well just get two for one. Not two for one, but like get two at a time, you know? And the lady was like, oh yeah, sure, whatever, good idea. Mind you, drinking on a plane, economic compared to Boston prices. Each wine was $8 and I didn't have to tip. Now, I'm not against tipping at all, but I'll, I mean, if you're a frequenter of the restaurants like I am, um, you know that you know tip like adds on. I mean, that's how math works. But you get one drink here, two drinks there. Next thing you know, it's a lot of, do- of doulas, of dollars, of moolah. Wow. Am I okay? Anyway, so I got my two wines and they were very hard glass bottles, like real glass bottles, which I found a little surprising. Not all airlines, like all the other ones I feel have been plastic, plastic bottles. So I thought that was interesting because I'm like, do you really, you shouldn't really be trusting, not me per se, but I wouldn't really trust passengers to have glass bottles especially in wine. Like they're obviously going to be drinking. No one's getting rowdy, I guess, but I don't know. One thing, this thought that I had while I was in Florida, which like, I don't know if anyone can relate. It was like me being existential, but while I was down there, I was like, I just feel like I don't have enough time in the world to do all of the things that I want. And I don't know if other people can relate to that. I'm sure some people can. I'm sitting here acting like I just am saying like I want to be green. But I was down there and I was like, oh my God, honestly, I would like love to live this life here in Florida. But then I also, I love living in Boston, obviously. I also love being up at the lake. Like I just, there's I want to do so many different things and want to spend time in so many different places. Like I want to travel, but I also love like where I am. So it's just like moment of a thing where I was like, how do I make the time? Like, how does one, do do I have to settle for only doing one thing or like splitting my time? I don't know. I truly don't know. A couple weeks ago, whatever, a couple episodes ago, I honestly, I don't know. I mentioned how Deb ran into someone who I was friends with and how potentially traumatic that was for me. Well, let me tell you this. I was at Cisco and I ran into someone else who I had been friends with, who I am no longer friends with. And that's all the details that I will go into. However, one, we did actually talk, whereas the um, person from a couple weeks ago, I, I didn't personally run into her, but I was thinking about how it was Mercury in retrograde, and I had two people from my past like circle back into my life. I hadn't thought of that about the person from a couple weeks ago until literally just now. If you're not familiar with Mercury in retrograde, because I feel like I explain it because um, people don't really like understand what it is, but what it means is that Mercury is going backwards. Not actually, but um, I think scientifically it's not actually going backward, but its velocity 
is like slowed down compared to the other planets, so it looks like it's going backwards. But usually during Mercury in retrograde, there's um, usually a lot of like communication conflict because Mercury rules communication. I don't know why I'm getting, I mean, this is, I don't know. I think I've mentioned, I'm super into horoscopes and astrology and that kind of stuff, but I've never really gone super into depth about it, but here I am. And if you're someone like my friend Megan, who actually studies astrology, um, you're probably listening to me give this explanation and wanting to commit. And I'm sorry for that. But yeah, there's a lot of like communication struggles and that kind of stuff because Mercury um, is the planet of communication. But then also they say that people from your past come back. Like the big joke is like people have exes come back and whatever. Um, I don't. I guess I have ex-friends coming back. Um, So anyways, I thought that was really interesting as I was like thinking about that. Other random things that (laughs) happened this week. I'm sounding like a crazy person on this episode, but I was driving to get my hair done on Friday and the weather was awesome and I was so excited to see my friend Shannon Ramilda and then I was going out with people after work after and... I like am driving windows down, music is playing, and I'm and I was having like a true main character moment. I was listening to um this song called Heartbreak Anthem, which has Little Mix in it, and I'm like jamming away, and then all of a sudden I realize that I'm behind a truck that has just like loose dirt and it's like flying at me. And I just thought it was so funny because I feel like in an actual like movie, the main character would probably have be behind like a truck that has flower petals like being thrown at them. But no, I had literal dirt that was getting brought to a garbage bin flying at me. But you know what? I still lived my best main character moment and I encourage you to do the same. Other random things that happened. I walked into my office in my um, house, in my sunroom, which I mentioned before, but I never, I like to clarify because if you're someone who's like just starting on this episode, well, first of all, good luck, Charlie, because I can't even imagine that you have no context to like what I exist as, which might be difficult. Anyways, I could literally just die at myself. I walk in and there were fingerprints on the outside of my window looking like someone was trying to climb up. It is very possible that that I this I noticed this like on my first day back from being away in Florida for a week and whatever. And I sent it to my family and my mom was like, that's been there for weeks. And now I'm sitting here wondering, like, has that been there and I haven't noticed it or is it new? Um, I, of course, have watched Criminal Minds 5,000 times. And so in my mind, I saw that and thought, ah, yeah, someone was trying to break in. Also, there were break-ins in my neighborhood, apparently. And so my mom's like super um, nervous about that. But more likely what happened is that someone was locked out of my house and they tried because my garbage bins are I'm like basically telling you guys how to break into my house it's fine we're fine everything's fine if you want the picture let me know I'll send it to you it's like actually kind of spooky whoever it was had like pretty skinny fingers so so that was cool another um random thought that I had to share with you guys since I had broached this topic um, a couple episodes ago and I was talking about all these like bathing suit trends on TikTok I saw a video of some girls like you know they're on vacation whatever and they're showing off their their bathing suit totally fine love it support it however homestever one of them had the gnarliest fucking cutouts on her one piece and I understand that aesthetically that looks really nice for like a picture but in practicality 
what are you going to do about those tan lines? Like, that's always my thing. I even, like, won't get bathing suits that have too thick of straps or are, like, high neck or something like that. Like, I won't deal. I don't want to have, like, crazy-ass tan lines. And maybe, and I'm just kind of, like, sitting here having a self-therapy moment. Um, When I did crew in high school, I used to have the craziest tan lines because we wore um, what we called unis. But... They were just like a one piece spandex that had like a racer back essentially. And I remember I was supposed to, I had prom and the dress that I was going to wear had an open back. And I literally looked like I had like seven different squares of tans on my back and ended up going with a different dress because I was like, I really don't want to deal with this. Obviously, I could have bought some like self tanner or something like that, but you got to keep in mind that this was um, 17, 18. I just turned 18, 18 year old Gabby. So anyways, I care very much about tan lines, which maybe some people don't. But so I keep seeing these bathing suits and I'm like, okay, is that really practical? And then I saw this one and this was just the the bathing suit. I might have to post. I don't know. Basically, it has like it's like this like whoosh shape on the boobs. And there's like one I, I'm, I don't know. You're, you're just going to have to DM me and ask me for this because so, I obviously can't explain this. There is like probably one shred of material covering this girl's nipple. I'm not even confident she has any because I can't imagine that they exist and they're somehow hidden by this little shred of cloth. And then what's worse is the bottoms. They're like string, which is totally fine. And they're black, but then they have like a mesh strip across the fupa too. I mean, obviously this girl doesn't have a fupa, which is probably the whole point of why she can wear this. But I'm like, does anyone actually think that that makes sense? I, I mean, do people, again, like she's going to get, even if it's mesh and not like her full skin exposed, that's going to be such a weird tan line. So I guess my follow-up question is like, do other people not care about tan lines or do normal people, because uh, I can, don't consider myself normal in a lot of aspects. Obviously, I'm like talking to myself standing up. Do people just like hang under an umbrella? Like I... I don't know. Um, I do wear sunscreen. Don't worry. I wear sunscreen. So that was that. Dating updates. Don't have any. Sorry, sisters. Um, I have been tempted to download the apps. Um, However, haven't done it um, out of laziness. And just because I don't want to be frustrated when I go on there and everyone's still annoying. So I'm still taking a break. But my friend, Michelle, who is so supportive, um, who wants messaged me in response to a message I put on my close friend. She was like, I am so, so hoping that you find love, but I also will really miss your stories when you do. Thanks, Michelle. She sent me this um, tweet meme. I don't like what, when does something cross over from being a tweet to being a meme? I don't know. I'd have to, I guess I'd have to look into it. Anyways, the point is it says, I'm not looking for anything serious this summer of sin, but also I will marry probably whoever the first person is to ask me. And she said shared with love. And that I think, um, yeah, probably describes how I feel right now. Yeah. And that's that. My last, my last, last story of the day for anyone who has spent probably more than let's say half hour being conservative with me while I'm drinking probably knows this story, but some of you are new. And so you don't know one day. I was at Stats and Southie, good old Stats and Southie, for my friend Lauren's birthday for brunch. 
that it was like the first nice day of spring. So her birthday's in um, early April. It was like so nice out. They had the windows open and I was like, you know what? I got to have myself a day. I got to have myself a Sunday fun day. So who do I text? My, um, my trusty sidekick, Deb. I'm like, feel like uh, driving into Southie? So she meets me in Southie. We're hanging out. We're at Stats. We're having a good time. We got a good seat. If you're familiar with the, the venue, you know that there is um, the like bottom area and then there's the top area. We had prime real estate at a table right by the stairs so we could look out and people watch but we didn't have to be in the crowd and I'm really selling myself as a fun time here at the fact that I was excited at that so anyway so we're like hanging out whatever um at this point Lauren and her cousin Kayla had left and so it's just me and Deb and this guy comes up and he has a drink he like sits at our table and he's like chatting with us we're like oh whatever he is visibly very drunk very 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 drunk he's talking about how much he loves Boston and it's so fun and he's like look at this it's so much fun and like don't get me wrong it was a fun Sunday fun day but it was like not crazy by anyone like any normal person's accounts but he's he's living his best life he's like truly enjoying his Sunday fun day so he orders food to our table for himself and then he um the bartender comes over and he's like can I have a vodka Red Bull and me and Deb kind of look at each other like, oh, wow, like that's a tad aggressive for um, Sunday at 2 p.m., but okay, fine. So she brings it over. He has a sip. Then he looks at us and he's like, um, I have a question for you guys. I have a serious question for you guys. And we're like, yeah, dude, what's going on? We like, we're like kind of concerned. I'm like, what, like, what serious question? And he asked us, have you heard of One Touch Tony? We're like, what? He takes his drink, slams it on the table, then throws back this basically entirely full vodka Red Bull. And we're looking at him, eyeballs basically popping out of their sockets. I was like, are you okay? I'm like, wow, he must really be trying to impress us here maybe. Like, I don't really know what the rationale was. But we were like, wow, that was strange. Oops, that's an email. Um, so whatever, we're like chatting, chatting. Again, let's keep in mind, this man was already very drunk, very, very drunk. The bartender comes over and she's like, can I get you guys anything? And I'm looking at her like, sis, please, like kind of doing the like, uh-uh, like cut him off, cut him off. Or thinking he's going to ask for a water, a Gatorade, anything to save himself. And he says, can I have another vodka Red Bull? And I'm trying to look at her thinking like, sis, I know you have no concept of time since you're working, but... um." It's been 10 minutes since you gave him his vodka Red Bull. Like, do the math here. We're, we're in, we're, we're in danger. That literal Simpsons meme. Whatever. She brings the, the vodka Red Bull over. And literally a minute later, yup, you guessed it. I have a serious question for you. And we're like, no. And he's like, have you heard of One Touch Tony? And does it again. And in that moment, I saw the light go out of his eyes. I saw the life leave him. And... It was, it was all very downhill from there. His phone died. He couldn't find his friends. He's like stumbling around the bar. We took a picture with the bouncer and tried to airdrop it to everyone in the restaurant saying, hi, if you're looking for your friend, we have him. But what came of it was arguably one of the best taglines ever. I mean, me and Deb even got them on koozies. Like that's how obsessed we were with it. Um, 
so now if you're ever drinking with me, beware, because if I feel like we need a chug and we need to liven up, I will ask you, I have a serious question for you. And if you say what, I will say, have you heard of One Touch Tony? And you are legally, I don't make the rules, you are legally obligated to One Touch Tony. So I leave you with that. I hope you all have a great weekend. Maybe, just maybe, try out One Touch Tonying. See how it feels. Does it tickle your pickle? Are you down for it? Tag me in a video. And let's get after it.